Welcome to another episode of Conversations and Connections. We're the official podcast of the Family Crisis Center of East Texas. Uh, I'm Stuart Burson, the prevention coordinator for the agency, and April is Sexual Assault Awareness Month, and it's a busy month for us here at the agency. So I wanted to ask our development director and my boss, Melissa Wheeler, to uh, to join me on the podcast for this episode to kind of talk about what the agency has going on, the events that we have planned, and things like that. Melissa, I know you're extremely busy, and I appreciate you uh, squeezing uh, squeezing this in into your schedule uh, for today. I'm so glad to be here. <laughs> well, awesome. thanks for asking me. Well, sure, sure. Well, like I say, you know, April is a very busy time, and I guess I kind of want to start out by just, um, you know, you and I probably know the reason behind this, but why is it important that we acknowledge this issue of sexual assault awareness in our community? Sexual assault uh, happens more often than we think it happens. Right. Um, every 68 seconds of a day, there's a sexual assault. So that's a lot. That's yeah. a lot of people affected. Um, sexual. There's a range in um, the occurrence of sexual assault of, of what that is. So it can be from inappropriate touching um, without consent, mm-hmm. um, uh, fondling. Um, it could be actual intercourse, rape, right. um, causing the victim to um, inappropriately touch another, uh, the perpetrator, um, with un- unwanted um, physical touch. So yeah. it ranges in, in age, um, and so it's from small, young children to yeah. adults, um, even adults in, you know, elderly, elderly age sure. in their 80s and 90s. It um, can be victims of sexual assault. So um, there's and men and women, boys and girls. Yeah. It, it does not discriminate. Well, and that's why I think it's so important. You know, I think a lot of times people, when they think of sexual assault, they think of rape. And that's it. And they don't realize it covers so many things like what you just described. You know, it's more than just what we think it is. Yes. Um, And it's the most underreported crime that there is as well, because those victims are can be afraid. They can be intimidated by the perpetrator. They Mm -hmm. can be coerced. Um, They're definitely forced to do something that they don't want to do. Um, They can be harassed or stalked or there's, there's the fear of, um, of physical violence outside of that sexual violence. There's um, fear of they could, their family being hurt, um, fear of what their family may think of them because um, oftentimes victims feel shame, um, feel like it's their fault that maybe they did something to cause that um, perpetrator to um, assault them in this way when the reality is it's not their fault. Yeah. They, they didn't do anything to deserve this. They didn't ask for it. They didn't. um, And sometimes they might not even realize what happened to them until sometime further down the road, because it's so discreet sometimes that they don't even recognize, especially if they're children, they, they're not sure they knew that it was uncomfortable, that they didn't like it, but they wasn't real sure. Like, what was that? What did it mean? Is this normal, Mm -hmm. not normal? And at some point in the future, they figure out that it was not normal and it was unwanted. Um, and it, 
and then they begin that process of trying to understand and then they think that it's something that they did or didn't do when in reality it had nothing to do with what they did mm-hmm. or didn't do. They were manipulated and controlled in a situation that they had no authority in. Well, you know, and I've heard of instances where adults, it finally hits them what happened to them as children and it kind of it didn't occur to them for all those years until they became an adult. Maybe something triggered that memory or something before they realized what happened to them as a child. And I think it's important to know also, you know, like we've always talked about that sexual assaults, a strange, a stranger doesn't have to commit them. It can be someone the victim knows. Oftentimes it is someone yeah. the victim knows. It's a, a close friend, a family member, an acquaintance that's become trusted, uh, even so they might not have known them a long time, mm-hmm. but they've befriended them. They've made them feel comfortable, so oftentimes comfortable with them. Mm-hmm. And then they put that victim in an uncomfortable situation. Sure. Um, so, and, and sometimes it's, it, it is a family member and uh, someone that lives in the home with them or someone that they're in their care. Um, because even um, disabled individuals who are in the care of someone else can be assaulted by that yeah. per, that caretaker who's right. a perpetrator. So um, it's it's just being aware of what sexual assault is um, and some of the ways it can happen. Um, it can happen right in front of your eyes oftentimes mm-hmm. and you not even realize that it happened to someone else that you're in the room with right. while it's going on um, until later. And you might notice that that person's um, attitude changes or their demeanor changes as far as that victim. And you don't understand what happened between y'all because they're not willing to open up and share. Right. And they could have just been sexually assaulted sure. in the very room that you're standing in and you not even know it as, yeah. as a bystander. Right. right. So, um, but when, when the victims, um, when they were dealing and processing these assaults, Um, they experience a range of emotions as well. And it includes fear, anxiety, depression, shame, guilt, anger, and a sense of isolation oftentimes. And so if you think through people that if if you've not experienced that assault before, but you're trying to understand and and you're thinking through, um, how would I identify this? How would I know? Those are some key elements to look for in individuals. Um, If you notice some changes and differences in your friend or family member or coworker or um, someone and you don't understand why, you might you might just befriend them and see if, you know, maybe they'll open up and not necessarily ask them questions because that's not what we, we don't want to go around asking questions. But if they're willing to talk to you, the best thing to do is just listen. Yeah. Just let them talk. Um, let them share with you what they're feeling, what they've experienced. And then encourage them. If they're an adult, encourage them to seek help. And the Family Crisis Center of East Texas is the place for them to get help through counseling um, and legal services. They may not want to pursue legal charges against that perpetrator. But once talking to someone, they might get the confidence and the strength Mm -hmm. and the courage to do that because they understand the process. And it doesn't seem quite as scary as when you're trying to... Uh, maneuver all of that on your own but that counseling piece support groups those make a difference Um, if it's a child who has opened up about an assault then that has to be reported to the authorities 
because a child cannot consent to right. any form of sexual contact if they're <clears throat> under 17 years old or 17 or was it 17 or under? Under 17. Under 17. See, Stuart's our prevention <laughs> coordinator, so he sets me straight and makes sure I've got those details right. So, um, and so you would want to you would want to contact law enforcement for them. If you're not comfortable with that, call us. Mm-hmm. We have a hotline, and our crisis workers at our hotline will walk you and or the victim, whoever it is, step by step on what to do next right. to help. Well, you know. Like I said, the very at the top of uh, the show today, April is going to be a very busy month for us, and I know this is something you really like doing, and it's planning all these events around our coverage area here in East Texas. So, what do we have planned? What's the what's the game plan? How are we going to? We're talking about is sexual assault awareness. How are we going to make the our communities aware of this issue in April? So um, it's such a hard topic. Like I sit here and, t- and talk about it and I get emotional um, thinking about and talking about the realities of it all. So um, for me, I'm, I'm not that direct client service person, um, but I have learned enough that right. I know who to get the people to that need the help. So if you're like me and I'm like, I'm not the person that can do the work to help um, a victim or a survivor, but I know the people who can and mm-hmm. get them there. So that's my job is to educate you and to do it in a memorable way, a way that you can relate to. Um, and I always say I get to do the fun part of the job because to me, the fun is um, being around people and encouraging people and sharing the message and seeing the light bulbs go off in others' eyes so that they can go, oh, I get it. I I can help somebody. Um, and that's, and I shouldn't say fun, but it's, it's the, it's an, it brings joy to my heart to know that out of bad that we can do good right to help sure. them and then in turn those that have experienced that bad can can do good as well so and and uh, process and move forward in yeah. their lives so we are um cel- cel- not it's not celebrating but we are recognizing sexual assault awareness month with um a theme that we've ran through the whole year since october um it's geared around things aren't always what you see and so we have used a door this year as our um, display, as our imagery um, to think through. So you can look at a door of a house, of a building, of a room, anywhere, and you have an impression of what's behind that door. Right. You know, and you think, you know, it's things can be great behind that door. Um, sometimes you walk through a door expecting great things to happen, or you, in a sexual assault instance, oftentimes those victims walk through that door with someone that they trust and know, thinking that that person has their um, best um mm-hmm. You know, they're going to look out for them and protect them when the reality is they don't. Um, so the other side of the door is not always what you think, what you see. Um, and then sometimes when people walk back through that door after they've been assaulted, you think they're going to come out one way and they come out totally different um, because something happened to them. So the door has a lot of significance. Um Consent is key. Um, we're kind of tying that in with this one because it takes a key to open, you know, unlock the door. Um, and consent, when it comes to anything sexual, sexually related, 
consent is the key. So always get consent. Stuart likes to talk about um, tea and consent, consent and tea. So there's a little video um, that I'm sure he's probably shared on here. I'm going to mention it today. Um, There's a video actually on our YouTube page, Uh even, that we've shared out there. Um, It's like consent do you want tea today? And if you say no, then I'm not going to go pour tea down your throat. If you're asleep, I'm not going to give you tea when you can't answer. Um, just because you wanted tea yesterday doesn't yeah. mean you want tea today. Because you wanted cream in your tea yesterday or five minutes ago, you might have decided, I don't want tea now. And, so, and I just think I think that video is just such a wonderful tool to illustrate the whole concept of consent. Yeah, it's just like I said, it's simple as tea, and it it literally is. I I just love showing that video. So not only is um, consent as simple as tea, consent is also key. So you got (laughs) to have the key. You got to get permission to use the key. So you know for for that relationship. Uh So that's what we're doing. And what we're going to do is we have doors, actual. I guess they were like bedroom doors that so we real real doors. real doors that we've had donated, and okay. we've um, been painting them and getting them all set up. Um, the doors will be placed in locations in the nine counties that we serve. There'll be a door in each county, um, and on that door we'll have a, some signage that it's the representing the Family Crisis Center with our contact information, and then we'll have a teal painted because teal is the official color for Sexual Assault Awareness Month. So we'll have a teal painted wooden key attached to the door and it says consent is key. And then little notes written all over the door, like um, positive, some positive wording, some Mm -hmm. encouraging things. Um, And we encourage people, if you see one of our doors, stop by and write an encouraging message on the door. And then next to the door, we'll have a sign that's um, got some facts about sexual assault and and some information um, that's beneficial that's in... uh, most people don't know. So we just want to share what it is we're doing and why we're doing it with that signage. So these will be put up in unveiling ceremonies, basically. Um, So we're going to start out this on April 30th, Thursday, April 30th in Crockett with the Sexual Assault Awareness Month display unveiling. And so we'll have this display set up in the parking lot of our Crockett Outreach Office, and then we will uncover it, and we've invi- we're inviting everyone who can to come and attend. We'll talk a little bit about Sexual Assault Awareness Month, uh, what it is, who we are, what we do, um, and thank our partners that really work with us to help serve those survivors. Okay. Um, have some cookies and drinks as <laughs> treats. And so that'll happen at 11 o'clock on the 30th in Crockett. Um I don't know if you want me to go through the whole month and everywhere we're going to be in the dates and times, but you definitely can find yeah. all that information on our Facebook page. Well, that's that's probably the best. If you if someone wanted to know all the things we have going on, what what's the best resource for them to find out? Um, find us on Facebook. We have it all posted and listed. We have events created um, with all the dates. Our Family Crisis Center of East Texas is our page. Um, and then our website has information. Um, I'm not sure if she's got all the dates listed, maybe on our events page there. Okay. Um, but check us out. So or give us a call if you're interested. We're going we're gonna to kick it off in Crockett, and then we're going to move to center on the 3rd, and then we're going to do some doubles. On Tuesday the 4th, we'll be in Hemp Hill at 11, and then St. Augustine at 3. On Wednesday the 5th, we'll be in Lufkin at 11 at our thrift store, and then Nacogdoches at our thrift store there at 3 o'clock. And then we'll um, 
take a few days and do a lot of other uh, <laughs> agency event uh, things. And then on the 12th at SFA, we're going to do a little something different on the 12th. We'll be doing a take back the night with the students there at yes. 7 o'clock outside the um, student center. Mm-hmm. And so um, Stuart's the take back the night guru on that Yay. and kind of coordinating it. I just get to help promote it and put, pull some of the pieces together. <laughs> So we're going to walk, right? We're going to Yes, we're going to walk from the student center to the library and back. I know that much so far. Yes. <laughs> so we're going to get those students out there and involved and active cuz cuz the a high majority of sexual assaults are done or happen to college age mm-hmm. students. And so we just want to make them aware and right. make sure that they know that we are here to help them if they need anything. And then we'll move on to Thursday the 13th and be down in Livingston for a luncheon in Polk County at the chamber there at noon. And we'll set up the display at their office. And then the 14th we'll be over in San Jacinto County uh, for an unveiling in Cold Spring. Uh, we've got some conferences the next week, so some things going on. And then the last week of the month, we're gonna we're gonna wrap it up for our Sexual Assault Awareness Month events on the twenty seventh, and be in St. Augustine for a luncheon there at their Chamber of Commerce as well. Um, so their display, we're putting it up early in the month out yeah. on the courthouse, and that'll be the day we take it down. So a couple of luncheons throughout the month, um, but mostly our unveilings and our displays up so that people can stop by and see them throughout the month. Okay. And Melissa, you you know, I'm sure you touched on this earlier, but if there was one thing that you want the people who attend these events, and they're open to the public, anybody can come, what do you want people to walk away with? What information, what bit of knowledge, what inspiration do you want people to, when they leave that event, what do you want them to have? That you're not alone. Um, that sexual assault happens. And to believe the individuals, you're not alone. We are here, the Family Crisis Center, the legal advocates, the sexual assault coordinators, the counselors, um, everyone uh, with this organization is here to support you in whatever way we can. Sure. Um, that... It's important for for your mental, emotional, physical well-being to mm-hmm. uh, reach out. Reach yeah. out and, and ask for help. It's all free and confidential. There's no charge for anything that, yeah. that the agency does. And so it's... Um, it will really... It'll help you through those steps. Um, another thing is we have a SANE nurse on staff, a sexual assault nurse examiner yes. to get that right. Um, we actually have multiple SANE nurses that we work with. So um, anyone who's experienced a, a sexual assault, um, especially especially a rape, um, she has the ability to gather all of that information, collect sure. evidence, and send that kit off. Um, so that way you... And, and then there are, this, there are a lot of steps that she takes and the volunteers who work with her to help you um, through the process and knowing what to do next and to um, give you that, that comfort um, as, as, best, as best as you can uh, receive it along the way. So right. um, there's resources. There, there's a lot, a lot of people who are willing to help you. Right. So um, make the call step out, ask for help, even if it's been a number of years since you've, um, since you experienced something and you're, 
you're surviving, but there are times that it's still hard. Call us because sure. we can help even down the road. Um, it, it could just be that you need someone to talk to for a few minutes, mm -hmm. and that's what we're here to do. So Excellent. All right. Well, is there anything that we haven't touched on that you want to make sure that we come away with before we wrap it up? Well, we also have some T-shirts that, um, that, we, really? that we make. <laughs> um, yes. That... <laughs> I mean, and, and it has the door on it, and it has a couple in the background of the door, like a, through the window. Yeah, and I it, need to see those. I, had, I haven't had a chance to look at them yet. Yes. It, um, it, the impression is that they're, she, the female is not wanting the attention that the male is pushing on her. And then um, at the bottom of the door, it's like a shadow cast on the ground, and it looks like that they are just loving each other and things uh -huh. are perfect. And so that's where it comes in that things aren't always what you see. So sometimes we're really looking at the shadow that's cast, but the reality is the... Um, the image is this is not it's not what you think it is right. and and it's not what's um, wanted or accepted so um, but these t-shirts are uh, we've got all different sizes they're teal because teal is the color so they're teal t-shirts um, we have them for sale they're available for anyone who would like to purchase them can't tell you the amount off the top of my head I'm thinking it's probably fifteen dollars for a short sleeve shirt and that's all we have and then um, it goes up from there if you need a 2x or 3x okay. um we have some extras of those so call us if you'd like a t-shirt you'll right. be seeing our pictures on facebook with them Yay. on all right thanks melissa i really do appreciate you taking some time out and of course throughout the month we're gonna be talking to uh, our uh one of our our sfa advocate uh about just the the whole topic of sexual assaults in east texas and why it's important to recognize that as well and kind of go more deep into what she's doing uh, but uh, Melissa Wheeler, our development director here at the Family Crisis Center, thanks a lot. Thank you I for having me. I appreciate it. And if you feel like you need our services for anything, we do have a toll-free helpline that's open 24 hours a day, seven days a week. That's 1-800-828-7233. And be sure to subscribe to Conversations and Connections. You can do that via Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, pretty much anywhere you get your podcasts, you can find Conversations and Connections. Remember, be the voice, if not for you, for someone else. Thank you.